Hey, we started a podcast. Welcome. So <laughs> we we love doing live streams and talking with people, and we got comments and questions asking if we do a podcast. So here we are. Yeah, people got tired of us going off on tangents on the live streams. It's just like I just want you to answer. No, my question. I think they actually liked the tangent so <laughs> yeah, much true. that that's they what. Let's, let's go with that. I'm yeah. <laughs> so I'm Sam. Um, kind of do marketing stuff, like to drive cars on tracks, <laughs> and. Uh, Work for Anovia here. What yeah. about you, Jels? Yeah, so I'm Jels. Uh, I am one of the, uh, again, marketing um, personality and also a part-time wheel designer for Anovia as well. So have a lot of hands in a lot of the designs for Anovia as well as, uh, you know, marketing all to you guys to do a lot of uh, collaboration when we, you know, want to bring people on board as part of the brand and stuff like that. So probably talked with a couple people out there that uh, be like, hey, we like what you do. You want some wheels? Um, things like that. But oh, yeah. most of all, we're just here to have a good time and, and make dope wheels, so. Which we're doing. Yeah. Well, we don't have a script, but we have an outline to try to knock it off on tangents, <laughs> but we're going to go off on tangents, and Josh is going to have a lot of fun editing this for us. Right. So. I feel like that's how all good podcasts start, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> that makes sense. So what's the topic today, Jels? Yeah, so today, uh, to kind of open everything up, I think, you know, I just went through this. I think a lot of people are starting to go through this. It's a crazy... Uh, market right now when it comes to vehicles, specifically used vehicles. Uh, so we wanted to just kind of talk about, you know, how to effectively buy a used car, especially uh, in 2021 with everything going on. It's so, crazy right now. It like, is. Prices, I mean, I think prices are starting to normalize a little bit. Yeah. But I think I think the, the seasons really do have an impact on that. Obviously, like spring, summer, like you're super, super oh busy. Yeah. Uh, people trying to buy things. Uh, winter, everyone's trying to ditch things. And then, yep. um, you know, kind of throughout those winter months, um, it really tends to kind of slow down a little bit. because right, Alex he, is just judging <laughs> us. He's just walking by right now. Yeah, he, he'll do that. Um, yeah, during like the winter months and stuff like that, I think people are either storing their cars or they're kind of working on it. I know. So. I'm jealous of people down south who don't have winter because you right. can kind of like drive your car whenever and work yeah. on whatever. And we have seasons for certain cars being expensive too. So like four-wheel drive vehicles <laughs> yes. get very expensive it, in yeah. winter when you want one. And then fun cars are very expensive in the spring and summer mm -hmm. when you want to drive those. So It's true because it's like... I, I see it happen every year. I'm guilty of it too, which I guess we'll talk about coming yeah, up here. But like, greedy. <laughs> it's like after the first snowfall up here, it's like, oh shit, yeah. I need a, I need like a daily or like a winter beater. And those like $500 winter beaters, which I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. Uh, they, they're like $2,000 winter beaters now because either they're not available or people know that people are looking for yeah. something just for the winter and, like and they, then they jack up the prices. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's definitely seasonal driven. Oh yeah, um, but yeah. So we're talking about buying these cars. Yes. And you know how to do it well with this current climate. Before we do that, we gotta talk about our horror stories. Yeah. Everyone has them. Everyone has them. I got a couple of them. Freaking recently, apparently too. I've had a bad streak with like dailies. Yep. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Well. Okay. Let's also preface that your the selection of dailies hasn't been like the most reliable outcome like the outcome you knew could happen i mean yeah but i didn't think it was gonna happen that fast that's true yeah <laughs> they're accelerated yeah so i don't know you wanna you wanna go first um so i don't i haven't had anything catastrophic happen to me Lucky. i've made some dumb decisions buying used cars um like honestly the the worst thing that happened is probably oh actually I do have one. This this is uh, kind of a horror story in the process of buying it. Oh, so Jesus. the first car that I went to spend my own money on, because 
my parents were nice enough and they bought my sister and I a shared neon which was like our first car and then when I went to buy my first car I was like I need something sweet like really cool and I ended up buying a 1998 Acura Integra. Okay. It was an LS, so it was red. It was super cool. But when I went to go buy it at the dealership, took it for a test drive, my buddy came with me who had a blue Integra, a GSR with the blades. Like, that thing okay. was really cool. And we were test driving it, and Acura has this awesome thing where the doors basically, like, auto-lock all the time. So I didn't know this. He should have known this. So we go to a parking lot, like go to the test drive, go to the parking lot, stop, <coughs> pop the hood. Honestly, at this point, I was not mechanically inclined to know anything about cars. Yeah. He didn't either. I think we just popped it to see if like the <laughs> engine was still there. Well, yeah, it looks good. Yeah, like, okay, yep, did the <laughs> I main know thing. Good. Yeah. So we popped the hood, and we're both outside the car, and the doors were shut, and the windows were up, and the car was on, and the doors auto-locked. Oh and we locked the keys in the car with it running on the test drive. So I had to call the dealership. The guy showed up, got it unlocked, and at this point... I was like, man, I should probably buy this car because I felt bad. I felt bad. <laughs> but I also wanted it. And I have this horrible, horrible issue where I I know what I want and I buy with my heart and not my not my head. Yeah. yeah. So I bought the car, but when I was buying as right before I bought it, they go, Oh, by the way, we should tell you this has been in an accident. And this is like before Carfax was a like easily right. attainable yeah. thing. There was internet. I'm not that old. Um, <laughs> The he goes, oh yeah. So there was a front end accident, and pop the hood, and now I would call them like booger welds. Like, oh, no. yeah, the front core support was like glued with weld, like yeah, with, like the rod, like basically yeah. used to glue it together. So it was it was pretty bad. Um, I bought the car and uh, it worked, but yeah, it was a probably not ideal. Yeah. No, looking back on it, that was really stupid. Yeah. I shouldn't have done that. But how about you? You have better horror stories. I've had yeah. So I guess the first one, you know, honestly, for as long as I owned the car, wasn't terrible. I kind of knew what I was getting myself into. So it was back in high school. I had my Mitsubishi Eclipse. I was like, I don't want to oh, drive yeah, the same yeah. during winter. Yep. Um, I'm like, I was getting ready to go off to college. I'm like, I need, I need just like a a daily yep. kind of thing. Uh, there was a guy. It was a bit older in my high school that had this car. And when I remember him having it, it was, like, really, really nice. Yeah. All of a sudden, it just showed up at, like, the dealership, a little south of our town, mm -hmm. up in northern Wisconsin. My mom was looking for a new truck at the time. She bought it from that dealership. And, I, like, we went to pick it up. I was like, yo, that's that's the car. It was a, it was a 95 BMW 325i. It was an oh, E36, yeah. black, four-door, manual. Oh, that's cool. I was that. like... Let's yeah, go. Like, you're about that life. Yeah, like what point. is yeah. what is it doing here? And I noticed it was like kind of a little more beat up than I remember. Uh, I think it was like made contact with like a fire hydrant or something at some point. Uh, needless to say, made oh, contact with yeah. the fire hydrant. Yeah, but like the driver side or no, the passenger side like fender was just like caved in on the bottom. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what happened. Yeah. Um, needless to say, yeah, car was in worse condition than I remember it being when I, when uh, he was in high school. Um, but I asked him about it. I was like, yo, what's up with the, the BMW? Like, yeah. uh, we took it out on trade. Uh, I don't really know what we're going to do. This is like small town Wisconsin. So like, they're not a BMW. Like northern or... Wisconsin. It's it's Chevy and Dodge. Oh, America country. country. Ford, yeah, trucks yeah. only. Truck stuff. Yeah, if you're getting anything other than a truck, it's like an SUV or a Ford Escort, right? And uh, I'm like, they want nothing to do. They're like, honestly, if you give us 900 bucks, it's yours. Holy that seems like a deal. All right, awesome. We took it for a test drive. First sign, I like went to turn the key and it just like spun. Like, the, like, like the ignition. Yeah, they're like, oh yeah, it's just a safety feature. I was like, oh, 
Okay. German car. BMW before, yeah. Ultimate driving. Weird, and, like, and the guy got it started. I was like, oh, okay, it's just a weird. You got to like yeah. push it in a little bit. I'm like, Whatever. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> so I did it on test drive. I was like, okay, not bad. It was like I think I got it was like 198,000 miles on this car. I'm like for 900 bucks for like freaking six cylinder rear wheel drive manual okay. BMW. Yeah. I'll take it. I ran that car for about five years. About a. Three that's months. What, okay. Yeah. Hold on. If we're talking yes. horror stories, just it's start not. With, so that's what that's, I mean. Yeah. Okay. It's that this is the best scenario, okay. right? But within those five years, right, it, it, it was a little rough. Yeah. I mean, it is about a nine hundred dollar car you would expect, especially a BMW. Yeah. Um. First things first. That that safety feature or security feature, not a feature. Uh. That lock cylinder was completely busted. We had to get a new one from Germany. Oh. Uh, because wow. like a month into ownership, I just couldn't start the car anymore. Like it would just spin for you. It would just spin. Uh, so we had to uh, contact BMW in Germany. They had we had to send out the title. Uh, oh, I suppose our IDs. Yeah, I think like a birth certificate. Oh my! Um, proof of ownership, the keys, and like a whole bunch of other stuff. It was like three hundred dollars. They made a new lock cylinder, sent it over. I don't oh, know, if, like I don't God. know if like that was what normally you have to do. But like I'm like I mean Germans are pretty thorough stuff. Yeah, like Z's is what they do. Yeah, I'm like 17. I'm like this is what the freaking auto shops tell me we have to do. Let's You're just probably just it. like oh just order one on eBay. Like, yeah, that's what I thought. And they're like well no 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 BMW. I'm like okay whatever. Yeah. Knowing now I probably could have just went and grabbed one from somewhere. Either way or just rigged it. Yeah. just connect two wires and start. So and then this other weird issue started where like it wouldn't start like it would it wouldn't turn over yeah. at all. But if I, like, I kind of rolled it a little bit and popped the clutch, then the starter would engage. I'm like, okay, maybe the starter's just going up. Oh. No. I, I replaced batteries, alternators, starters, or clean cables up. I still, to this day, don't know what it was. But, like, every now and then, it just would not kick One. over. So, like, I owned this car for a long time. Yeah. And, like, when I went to college with it, I'm like, <laughs> we'd, like, go grab Taco Bell. I'm like, all right, guys, hold on. I'm like, I get here's up and push the, the car. Part. And they're like, what the hell's going on? And, like, I out of the car. I, like, hop in. It's like, oh! And like it starts up like yeah that's that's you gotta do sometimes i remember i was working at when we moved to green bay too i had the car and it was on its last legs it was over yeah. 200 well over 200,000 miles at this point it was leaking oil it was burning coolant um at, at one time like the the water pump actually like exploded on me on my way back to school one time dead of oh winter um complete like fog like out, like smoke out like <laughs> like, like blue real and i could not see anything cars shut off i'm on a bridge i'm like i'm dying this is where <laughs> this I is it um <laughs> a lot of issues a lot of crazy things happening but yeah the, the one that did it is like it just wouldn't start all the time and could not track it down i had friends of mine look at it i had you know people who are very mechanically inclined look at it they're like, Dude, i have no idea it's some weird electrical issue but i think it was it was something with um, whatever security system was in that car was just faulty. Yeah. And it was going out and it was and it would lock everything out. That, which that was sense. super weird. Um, but yeah, I just remember when I was working at, I got my design job in, in Green Bay and uh, <laughs> I'd like take that car into work. I'd go like leave for lunch or leave for the day. <laughs> and then everyone's like getting in there like nice cars and stuff like that. I'm in my, like, just, like I'm in my shit box. Yeah, I'm in my shit box. I'm like, all right, good, have a good day guys. And like, I specifically remember getting called in and they're like, so, are we paying you enough? <laughs> you're like, no. <laughs> I was no. Like, I was like, what? And they're like, well, we just see the car that you're driving and now you have to start it all the time. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, oh, no, I, I know. Like, it's fine. Like, I know what it is. I just don't want to go buy a different car right now. I, I have it. 
it, this it is works. It. But and then it was, it was kind of like after that winter, I'm like, I can't do this. This anymore. is shameful. Yeah, I can't do this. You anymore. know, we probably should talk about our own cars, but Brent's situation was really funny. <laughs> yeah, his won't his, his car. Yeah, his car. What is it? It won't. So it, it won't was, hot start. Yeah. So no. Well. I don't know. It was just like at some point it wouldn't start. And it was a fuel pump. So it has a high-pressure fuel pump. So yeah. it's really expensive. And I remember I was standing in the bullpen looking out the window. And I was watching him push his own car <laughs> to push start it. And he jumped yep. in and popped the clutch. That's what I would have to do every time. I was like, what a way to live. Like, <laughs> I did that for five is, years. Oh, my God. Yeah. It Dude, was that's a good workout problem. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was thin back then. <laughs> I had some leg muscles. Hey, you, the hey, you know now. how much a 95, 325i sedan weighs? It ain't light. <laughs> Especially when you had to push it uphill. Because, like, what would happen is, like, I, I'd let it roll. I'd always park it on an incline. There was yeah. a point where I was debating on just, like, bringing, like, rhino ramps with me and just parking it on ramps. So that way I could just roll it off the ramps <laughs> if I needed to. Let it go. And uh, the, the worst part is, like, if it was in winter... Or like if it went down a hill and it was like icy and it wouldn't like kick it yeah. over enough or it was like really cold. To do it. it was like really cold, so you needed like normally crank it longer. Yeah. And then you'd have to like push it back up the hill oh, and God. do it again or multiple times. I remember like multiple, multiple times having to do that to get even go home. That's terrible. <laughs> I don't know why I, I don't why I put myself through that. I was just really stubborn apparently. I like how Josh is just in the corner geeking right now. <laughs> I guess the only other one that I have from a car that I bought, um, so basically just ditched the E36. I think I literally like... I oh, did you go from the E36 to this next car that I know you're going to talk about? Pretty much, yeah. Wow, that sucks. Yeah, I know. It is a bad streak. Yeah. Um, but granted, like I said, 900 bucks, five years, decent. So I limped. I literally had to limp that car home. I'm pretty sure it like died. <laughs> it, was like a, it was like a three and a half hour drive home. Oh my God. And I had Maggie, my wife behind me the whole way in her jeep i'm like if i, I might break oh, down dude and if it a, breaks down i'm leaving it there also, wherever it lands it's i think that's where we should make not. sure in the podcast let everyone know that you love jeeps i absolutely despise fucking jeeps but jeep could have saved your life gels i would want <laughs> <laughs> no that, that story of never done but yeah i literally had her follow me home i'm like if i break down I'm hopping in a Jeep. We're forgetting it's there. I'm, you know, setting yeah, on fire. Just, like, fire. just yeah. take the plates off, scratch right. the yep. bed. Like, all right. Oh. <laughs> yep. Just let her go. Uh, but yeah, I just basically parked it along our our one shop at home and, and let it die. And I think someone grabbed it for like demo derby or something like that. So all right, people to send that car. Yeah, out. right. Send it on blaze of glory. But yeah, so I kind of borrowed one of my parents' car for just like the winter, um, and then like the next year, I was like, okay, I'm gonna save up just to get like something a little more reliable. So I bought an Outback. Why do you... Oh, all right. I, so, you know, like Subaru... Okay, here's what I don't understand. Subaru, I remember I was growing up, everyone was like, these things are bulletproof. Like, yeah. they last forever. Yeah. And I was like, wow, like, I always want Subaru. Like, they're going to last forever. These are great. These are good. These are great. And then all of a sudden, I realized that, like, the second you, like, seem to modify anything on them, it's just like, I sense a modification. <laughs> head gasket. No more. No, I was kidding. It's a, it's an yeah. overplayed joke, but yeah, I remember growing up, I was told like these are the most reliable vehicles yeah, it's ever. Like they're the safest, they're the most reliable. They get you get anywhere, all-wheel yeah, drive. Yeah. And so I was thinking, I was like, listen, I, I, I don't know. I always kind of wanted an Outback for like a daily. I'm like, yeah. if I can find like a cheaper Outback, right? I'm gonna snag it. It's a wagon. I do. Practical. I do a lot of like radio control stuff. I can fit my planes in there. Yep. Like it's all-wheel drive. It's practical. Is it manual? No, it was automatic. So I Did found. They make manual? I don't know if they did or not. 
Uh, I don't know either. Uh, well, that seems like yeah. way too fun. They would know. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been really fun. Uh, but yeah, so I was like searching around. It was like September. I actually like just started. I had just started here. Um, and I'm like, I need, I'm going to need daily. So I like, I had like 1500 bucks to spend. I'm like, all right, 1500 bucks. I'm going to go find a nice, like it's just a solid daily winter beer car. Yeah. And uh, I found one on Facebook Marketplace. Finally, because at the same time, it was too. It was like kind of getting later in the, that season where it's like everyone was scooping them up. Yep. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go check this thing out. I was like, I have it. I'm going to go check it out. It looked like I, I took it for a drive. Everything seemed pretty good. Um, the guy had basically was like, oh, yeah, I bought it for my, my kid. It doesn't ha- doesn't have AC. Like, you're like, oh, it's the winter. It, yeah, matter. like it's a 2004. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's a little bit rusty, like as expected. Yeah. Wisconsin car. It's got like 140,000 miles on it. I'm like, but he's like, oh yeah, I bought it for my kid. He plays football in the summer, doesn't have AC. He's like, dad, I'm dying. <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, all right, we're just gonna sell it and we got something with AC. So I'm like, you know what, dude, I'll take it. He had a bunch of paperwork and they just had all the head gaskets redone, the valve uh, get, or valve cover gaskets were replaced, new spark plugs. They literally just had like a fresh, yeah. like, pretty much like overhaul to it. I'm like, damn, that's dope. Yeah. I'm like, Convenient. I'll take it, 1500 bucks. Yep. A couple months in, like when it really started getting cold out on startup, I go, <laughs> oh. I'm like, oh God. I'm like, no. Come on. <laughs> Another startup. But like, after it would warm up, it would go away. Yeah. Like, okay, well, maybe it's just like, maybe like an exhaust header's got a crack in it. Right. Once maybe the metal expands. Yeah. It's like, like, I'm like, because like literally, I get it on the highway and it'd go away after it'd warm up. It'd get the operating temp. I'm like, weird. No problem. They last about nine months. And then. And it, Blew up through a rod or something. Oh. I was literally on my way to work. I was driving from Green Bay to Appleton. It's about a 35 minute drive. I'm on the highway. I'm like close to getting off the highway to get on the roads to work. Yep. I, I literally get on, on the stretch of 441. So it's about, I would say, what, about five mile stretch from 441 yeah. to the yeah. exit yep. here. I get on that, take that ramp to get on 441, and the thing just starts getting louder and louder. <laughs> And I'm like, I turned down my music. I'm like, oh, God, it's not coming from the music. I was like, oh, no, I think this is it. And it just kept getting louder and louder. And the RPMs just started dropping. And I'm just like, oh, my God, this is it. I'm like, please just get me to work. Right. Like, I limped that poor soul. Like, I got off the exit uh, to get on uh, the road out here. It literally died as I pulled up to the light. I'm like, Shit. I'm like fifth car in line. There's yeah. five cars behind me. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to be that guy. They'll hold up everyone from work. I'm just like, oh, come on, come on, come on. Like, I finally got it fired up. It's like, like it's oh, just no. literally sounds like it's about to fall apart. Yeah. I limped that thing like 10 miles an hour into here. I literally, it died as I pulled into the lot. I coasted it into a snowbank and I let it sit. <laughs> like, I literally came in. I'm like, I need a new car. And, Dakota, and I talked to Dakota. Yeah. It was Dakota. He's like, what happened? I'm like, oh, come with me. I started it up and I just ripped the piss out of it. I'm like, oh, it's yeah. shot. Like, anyway, yeah. he's like, <laughs> he's like, what the hell did you do to this thing? Um, yeah, so, unfortunately, Subaru doing, doing Subaru things. Yeah. Should have known. Well, but that's a risk you take. Yeah. $1,500 outback. It's not that bad. So, yeah. I think uh, those are our horror stories. I think we have enough horror stories here. Uh, I think we should take a quick break and then come back and let people know how to effectively buy used cars yes. so they don't find themselves in the same position. So, we'll be right back. So, we went through some horror stories. <laughs> I didn't really have that many, which 
I don't know if we can talk. Like we'll do an episode sometime about our first cars because I had some just weird stuff. Happen. Yeah, we really, not because I everything broke reliable. Like, yeah. there's no reliable issues I had. It's just like I had some. I have some funny situations. <laughs> yeah, we just won't get into about the, my parents' car that I borrowed. That also blew up. That was hilarious. That was not hilarious. That was super funny. <laughs> uh, I thought it was hilarious. But we're here to give you guys some tips. Um, yeah. From people who have bought some used cars, help people buy used cars. I've actually never bought a brand new car. Have you ever bought a brand new car? Like right off the lot, brand yeah. new, like new to that yeah. year? No, never. I Yeah, I've, I haven't done it. So... I guess we'll we got an outline here that I'm actually going to follow oh, a little yeah. bit. So <laughs> I I because we thought of this before. So smart us before goofy silly goofy mood us uh, thought about this. So the I guess the one thing is look at the market. Like yes. things can be like really crazy and like we said before in the intro, like it's it things can be seasonal. So yeah, um, depending on where you live, things can be expensive or cheap depending on the time of year. But also there's like a seller's market, buyer's market. It's um, it is absolutely a seller's market. Yeah, right, right now it, it totally is. I, I think it's coming down a little bit, yeah. but especially if you had this summer was brutal. This yeah, especially if you had anything fun that was manual. Yes, was like the enthusiast like focused cars were going through the roof. Yeah, well, and anything right hand drive, oh, I was yeah. just like, this is so st-. like I I talked so many people out of buying some right hand <laughs> drive stuff because like it is not worth thirty thousand yeah. like, dollars. Literally, just wait six months. Yeah, and it'll be like. Hopefully, I, I mean, who knows? It could just keep going. But. Yeah, well, I guess because I think the other thing too is like, look at the market and look at what things are going for. Like, have a purview of the market, yeah. and if you see a car you really like, understand if it fits into that theme. Like, most of these cars that you're looking at are they going for twenty five k? If they are, then maybe it's price about right. But the other thing too is like, I've used this looking at cars of hey, like I know you're selling this car for fifteen grand. Here's some other listings in our area for similar cars that are less. You kind of just come with the facts, don't you? (laughs) Prove your metrics. And I've had some good conversations with people because it also allows them to say like, hey, you know, I have a price a little higher because, you know, I haven't seen anything with this low mileage. It's got some modifications that I do want or some wheels. Like that's another common thing is, you know. Yeah, I'll see that too. It's like, hey, it's like this is the price with the wheels. I'll literally take two grand off. If yeah. you bring some stock wheels. That blows my mind when it's like, yeah, I got these, whatever brand they are. Yeah. You know they're like $1,400 wheels. Like, I'll take two grand off. You're like, what? Yeah. Well, probably because they just like, they know like maybe like the next car that they're getting lined up, like they just bought the wheels and tires. They're like, yeah. I want to put this on the next car I own. And they're like, it's not worth going through That's the true. hassle of getting something new. So. so, yeah, I think just look at the market. Just understand what people are selling stuff for. And if you're willing to travel, I think that's the other big yes. tip. Like. If you're willing to travel, that really opens up the possibilities because you can do you know nationwide searches and you know especially for us things like down south, especially like Texas, Florida, mm-hmm. like even like Alabama area stuff like that. There's way cheaper cars. Absolutely, yeah. Like, and I've noticed like even like northern states like we're talking Wisconsin here, right? Rust is a huge issue. Yeah. So it's like anything that's classified as like rust free. Which double like, check that. Double check that. Yeah. First of all, yeah. double check that. Or Don't believe that for limited a second. rust. Yeah. Limited yeah. rust. It's is classed. Rust. Yeah. Yeah. Like it will grow. If it's just like, oh, well, there's rust on the quarter. There's like little rust spot on the quarter panel, but it, all the other stuff rust free. It's like no. It's okay. Like, the other thing too is I've seen so many people like, oh, there's a little rust in the fender, and I've like then I crawl under the car. Yes. And I'm like, how's it look under here? As I'm looking at, they're like, 
You know, I've never really looked under there, and it's just like the brake lines just look like barnacles from like SpongeBob. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, it is yeah. terrible. Yeah. So like up here, that's a, a big thing, right? It's like if it actually is really really clean, it's priced to match. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like down south, it's like not a thing. So yeah. it's like people can't like upcharge for that. And and the only thing that like down south is sun fade is like usually the the thing right. like clear coat issues yeah. and stuff. Yeah, so. your paint kind of gets thrashed. Yeah. But like I take that over rust any day. Rust oh, will, for sure. Rust will annihilate a car. That'll put it in an early grave. Yep. Paint you it's, can get a respray any day. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. No, that's 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 a good, that's super good call. Don't be or don't be afraid to travel because, you know, you might spend a couple hundred dollars in gas and and a weekend to go do it, but if it's for a way better price and you're going to get a way better vehicle. You save money down the road. You're, you're going to save so much more money and you're going to save a lot of headaches too if you work on your own car. Yep. Because um, that sucks. It, it really sucks too because it's like that. that is one of the heartbreaking things. Rust will break your heart. I, that's why that's <laughs> actually one of the reasons why I sold my Jaguar was there was a little bit of rust in the yeah. rear quarter panel and the bodywork on those cars is an extra aid. It was yeah. like so expensive because <laughs> the other thing too is like if you're looking at a a car that's $20,000 and the original MSRP was $85,000, you are buying $85,000 worth of maintenance. Yes. <laughs> you are not buying a $20,000 car with the maintenance. So things still cost that much. Yeah. Um, and that's that's the thing you have to look at. And when you go to look at a car too, I mean, you're, you're going through this is, you know, have your financial situation figured out. Well, like yes. set yourself a budget. Like yes. I, I'm horrible at this. I'm so bad at this. Where, I mean, I'm pretty sure I said, I, I think you and Dakota called me on and they're good. It's like, man, every time you show us a car, it's like more money, isn't it? And I'm like, well, yeah, it is because I just couldn't find anything in that budget. Yeah. I had to raise my and budget. Then, and that's set set a budget, a realistic one. Where, yes. like, I don't, I'm not here to give financial advice, but... <laughs> I think like, we're the worst people at car enthusiasts to take financial advice from. Car enthusiasts are terrible, but yeah. set yourself a budget that you're willing to, to spend. Yeah. And if you can pay it, you know... And not have to take a loan out that's ideal yeah especially if it's for like a, a fun track car or something yeah. like that um try to do that if you have to take a loan out you know shop around for loans yeah but um also there's some places too that will not uh like let you finance a car over a certain amount of years might have to go to different banks yeah. and stuff like that because i love old like shitty 90s japanese cars mm -hmm. so whenever like <laughs> when i was younger i look at like loans i was like oh my god no one's gonna give me a loan for this yeah but, um yeah, I have that figured out, and the that's the most annoying thing too is like bankers hours and stuff like that. Oh, that's awful, but dude. And, and talk to the seller because yeah. some sellers will be like, nope, cash or nothing. Yeah, like is, yeah. is what it is. Yeah, I've I've noticed that especially like anything, it's either out of stock or if it's in stock, it's gonna be gone that day. Yeah, um, cars are no different right now. I've put a deposit that. down. That's yeah, another... that literally is what it is. I when I was looking around for my new my new daily. I was like, man, there's just nothing out there. And I realized, I'm like, I'm not checking every day. Yeah. And as soon as I started checking every day, I was finding some really good cars. But if I didn't act on it, that next day is gone. gone. Yep. So like, yes, having those financials ready to go was absolutely key because I it was to the point where I was like, I was reaching out, I'd see a vehicle pop up. I'd reach out to the dealership and be like, hey, I just have some questions on some things. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't even respond. No, they're like, yeah, we'll like, sell no, it today. This guy offered me like, like the money I was asking for. Yeah. So, piss yeah. off. Like, um, but yeah, it's you know, if you got cash, let them know you have the cash. 
That that's um, a huge. And, and if and if you and if you're even slightly interested, if you can really see nothing wrong, if everything checks out, see if you can put down like a couple hundred dollars to show them that you're truly yep. interested. If it's through like a dealership or something, you're getting a loan, get a pre-approved loan. If you want to go through your own financials, like you don't have to go through the financials of the dealership's offer. No. When I bought my FRS, I went through a, a credit union back home. Yep. Um, and I just basically came. I got pre-approved. Here's the paperwork. They're like, oh, awesome, makes our lives easy. And it was I was out the door with the car that day. Yep. Um, yeah. They they absolutely love that. It's super easy to work with, and it it lets you, you know, or it helps prevent against it getting sold out from under you. Because it that's the biggest thing is happens. it's one thing to show your interest. I've had so many people have sold cars like, oh, I'll, I'm gonna come by tomorrow, and you know, no call, no show, yeah. like just don't do anything. And and I guess with that too, it's like Facebook Marketplace. I think has dominated. That's like how I, I've just looked like, for used I, cars now. I don't know about you, but I don't remember the last time I've typed in Craigslist.com because no. it's just obsolete. I feel like I'm sorry if there's well, it's hard people to, from Facebook is so easy to get in touch yeah. with people. Also, you can judge the people you're buying or selling from because <laughs> yeah, you, you can go to the profile and just be like, wow. Like, yeah, this Craigslist car, is a little scary. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, when it comes to like to cash and bring cash to yeah. do that, when I bought my 240, I just I brought cash and. I remember, I'm not young, but my mother was very concerned <laughs> that I was bringing cash You're meeting a stranger to, yeah, online? Exactly. Like, oh yeah. my gosh, you met him on a forum? Because like, that's literally how it was. And yeah. I had um, my best friend's Pete and actually his wife with me. And yeah, we went to buy it and I had cash and like I met the guy previously. Yeah. And I think that's the other thing too, is like, if you're going to look at the car, go the first time maybe like if you have the money with you that's great but some if you have the ability to not buy it right there and think about it or have them yeah. think about it and throw them a price that helps too i think you know touching on the facebook thing too how easy it is to contact and they make it really easy <clears throat> don't use the damn like quick Auto. response is this still available yeah is this still like i mean i see more and more people are like in their ads even like if if you message me, is this still available? I'm not going How to respond. How has the metaverse not decided to change those yet? <laughs> I don't know because it's become like a meme at this point, I know. right? Like I I just recently sold the FRS and dude, the amount of like quick responses oh, yeah. and it was like oh sorry I didn't even mean to send that I was just looking at your ad and it's like yeah so it's to the point where it's like I wouldn't respond to those messages because I was just tired of getting people like oh uh, no I wasn't really serious I was just I hit the thing by accident or it's like they just flick out honestly yeah so like as a as a seller right know that like if those auto responses come through you're more than likely either it's not going to come back you're not going to get a response same day yeah. or at all they're not serious. So, like, literally just message them as a person. Like, hey, saw your car, really interested, had a couple questions, or maybe when can I come check it out? Yep. Or I'm really interested, I'd be interested in putting a couple hundred dollars down. Um, could you save it for yeah, me? Yeah, show your interest. If you're really interested, show it right away. If you're not that interested, you can say, like, hey, I have a question. Yep. Or, you know, be upfront. Just be honest with people. Yeah, That's, just be human. Yeah, like, so like, I, I think, like easy. I said, Facebook made it really easy. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm just tapping things now. I don't. You're not even, like, it's like you're talking to somebody. Yeah. And that's how it feels as a seller. It's like, well, they're not even going to be. Yeah, also know what you're looking at because if you are looking yes. at a 240 that doesn't have a hood <laughs> and there's no glass and there's a missing fender. I'm just looking at it. We're I don't know. Josh's got a nice car. But <laughs> if, if you're looking at something that's very questionable, don't like ask all these questions. Like, does it have this, this, this? It's probably a halfway finished project yeah. and that's what you're going to get and you need to be okay with that because as a, a seller of like modified cars, it's it's really annoying when someone is like, asking for all these records and all this stuff and yeah. you're like man like i i don't have it like yeah. who who keeps this if you're looking for that you should probably be looking at a dealer's lot exactly sort of yeah it, that that's very very true like 
I mean, just not to like throw S chassis out there, but like if you're like you know looking for oh, throw them under there. Throw no, them I mean, under but yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. It's like you can't go into like an S chassis market looking for an S thirteen right now and be like, it, are there scratches? When are the oil changes? Yeah, done? when are the oil changes? Yeah. Like, how many owners has it had? Is there any any modifications? It's like. It yeah. has all of it. Yeah, it's got. It's probably been repainted. 10 this shit's times. fucked. It's on its, its third <laughs> engine. The frame rails have been patched. The doors are off of a different car. The front end's been swapped to an S14. Like it's yeah, <laughs> a conglomeration of things. Yeah, no. What is my favorite question? Uh, I know some guys have asked like for or, or people put in their ads for S chassis like never drifted. I'm like. By you or the other six owners? Like, <laughs> yeah, then why are the doors white? Yeah. Or like, why are the quarter panels over fender but not the front ones? Like, you know, yeah. I, I think with that, though, kind of going to the next step is like to do your research. Yeah. So if you are just looking for a car. As cliche as it sounds. Like, yeah. Like, but like really research. And what by research, I'm talking about your chassis mm-hmm. specific or like model year set. Yeah. Because um, like, like I research. Yeah. I ran into this too. Um, I knew Dakota couple years ago had that uh, Volkswagen he had the Jetta Sportway yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yep. he absolutely loved that car but what he ran into and it and he kind of knew about it going in and he was fine with that because he got it for a really good deal yeah um, with those cars specifically the turbo diesels at like a hundred thousand miles they have to be serviced. They have to have the timing chain replaced and the water pump replaced which is yep. like a two thousand dollar job on those vehicles and it's like you all of a sudden you're you don't no matter you no matter oh my god you no longer wonder why everyone Everyone's that you find is at like ninety eight thousand miles and it's like you know especially with things like Carvana and things like that now where it's just like so it's easy to buy for to it's almost kind of see yeah because it's like I was looking like literally everyone was ditching like ninety eight thousand miles and if it wasn't a turbo diesel it was like the regular like. 1.8s with automatic transmissions that need to be serviced at 120,000 miles and they're ditched at like 150. Yeah. So it's like, not saying like it's intentional, but mm, I think it, a lot of it yeah, is. Yeah. Like the people who, are, who ditched them, they know. If but they could yeah. care less of who it goes to if they're selling it to like a dealership or like Carvana or like whatever and, it is. And sometimes people will price it where they're like, they know yeah. this service is coming. So you will get a better deal sometimes because mm-hmm. it, it like just before this whole you know, crazy seller's market happened, yeah. I would see people post cars that had known reliability issues at certain mileages yep. be like, hey, you're going to have to do the service. That's why the price is where it is and yeah. it's lower, but you still have to do that service. Yeah. You're not buying it and don't be like, oh, I, I hope I'm gonna get lucky and you know, <laughs> I'm gonna have the unicorn that doesn't have its timing chain snapped. Exactly. So. And, and yeah, and like I said too, what, kind of touching back on the other thing, it's like, I'd find one and I'd reach out to the dealership and reach out to the person and like, Hey, has the timing chain been replaced on this? Never hear a thing back, and it was sold like a week later. You know that, and it was like, like they were just like, "No, it's not." But if I tell you that, you're not going to buy it anyway. Yeah. Um. So I'm just going to sell it to the five people that are waiting to buy it. Exactly. Because they need a car. Yeah, it's you know it's tough, and and, it's, and there's a lot of things out there like that. You know, I I like, you know, <laughs> this one kind of hits home because like I literally like a month or two months I was looking for yeah. a vehicle, and I was like, what am I going to get? And you because find like, something within your price range, you're like, oh, Google reliability. Yeah, and, and like, it's oh, like, boy. oh, well, no, from 2013 to 2015, which are the only ones of that that are for sale right now, had this issue at this miles. Yeah. And all of them were like that. So, I th- yes, super, super important. Do your research. It can be super frustrating because it's like, oh, my God, all these cars are just piles of shit. Like, yeah. It's like 
there are the gems out there. And there, the wonderful thing with the internet is you can do this research so easily. Yes. If you find yeah, the Facebook yeah. groups or forums, don't ask the questions. Search for it because I'm sure someone's <laughs> put it out there. Because yeah. you don't want to be the guy in like. Uh, hey, I, yeah. I got a RX8. Uh, are they reliable? Are they reliable? Um, yeah. You know, it won't hot start. What's the issue? Yeah. Your seals are gone, but yeah. I hate to tell you. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's you know do your research, but don't don't ask the easy questions. Like put in the effort yeah. search because if you are interested in like an RX8 and you go and you jump into those groups and you ask the really obvious question that's been asked <laughs> a thousand times before, that community is going to turn you away from that car because you're going to be like, wow. Oh, These guys are jerks. Like, yeah, and then, then it's like, oh, those cars suck. Why would yeah, anybody like, buy oh, those cars? It's like, well, it's because, you know, it's the lack of research. Yeah. You know, people jump in without knowing what they're getting into, and then uh, they just get that stigma. It's yep. unfortunate, because I love my RX-8. That's a dope car. I think the, so the next one we had here was, don't buy the first vehicle you find unless it checks every box. Yes. Which, I think that, that, okay, so I, it's been ingraining me, like, this, and I don't know if it's coming from my mom, whatever it is. Yep. Like when we were looking for houses, when we were looking for cars, oh. it's like, you can't buy the first one. Don't buy the first one. You can't fall in love with the first one. You could. And though. it's like, you could. Yeah. If it absolutely checks every box. Because I've done that multiple times. I'm also very impulsive and I've done that multiple Why times. Why are we giving advice for some... Okay. But don't, <laughs> don't do as we do, do as we say. D yeah. Wait, <laughs> I don't know. How does that work? that as you wish. Yeah. So, yeah. okay, here's the moral of the story. If you go look at, if you want a 350Z, yes. and you go look at 350Z and you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. You've never driven one before. Drive another one. Like, don't, don't just drive one of whatever. And that'd be the first one because you might drive one and then you drive another one and be like, whoa, that first one was weird. Yeah. Like, something felt loose Something's about off. it. Yeah. And I don't know, you'll, you'll get to know more. It, just be patient. If you're in a pinch, sometimes yeah. this you're stuck then, with that. Yeah, it, it, you, you can't, it, that card's not your favorite, right? Yeah. But it's like, if you have the option, if you're not in a rush, if you're looking to really find that one, and that first one is like, yeah, well, it well, depends on your criteria. Because if yeah. you're like, it's like, I need this year, this yeah. color, manual transmission, yeah. you might not have the ability yeah. to buy or look at others. Right. Um, but yeah, if, if that first one, if you have the time, and that first one is like a couple boxes missed, Keep looking. Oh, the other thing too is like, if you want to test drive something, sometimes people don't want you to test drive their car because you got to have the cash. Yeah. Like if you're yeah. like, man, I'm really interested in the Miata, but I hear they're <laughs> slow or you know whatever. Like, go find someone or one of your friends. Like, ask around. Be like, hey, is there anyone know who has a Miata? I'm interested in buying one, but I want to like drive one or whatever. Yeah, or just give me a like, ride. Yeah, yeah, go for a ride. You don't have to drive. You like, can go for a ride, and um, that's a good way too to see if you like something yeah, or not absolutely. before you're like down the rabbit hole of trying to buy it. Um, I, the other thing too is like test drive it. It sounds really dumb, but like <clears throat> right now people can sell cars so fast that they are restricting like, oh, only test drive cash in hand, which is yep. totally reasonable. But I've literally gone to dealerships to drive a test drive a car and like, oh, we're not doing test drives. And I'm like, how, how is that a thing? What? Yeah. And like how, like if you can't test drive it, red flag. Yeah. If the guy's <laughs> like, hey, you can go for a ride, that's fine too. Like you don't have to drive the car to like know what's wrong with it. Like my two forty, I didn't take it for a test drive. I went for a ride um, because anyone selling those, it's you know just kids looking to just go get a drift yeah, car. Yeah. Um, but everything checked out. You know, is no problem. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I've bought two cars from dealerships now: the FRS and now the BMW that I have. Yep. The FRS, I was 
22 at the time, uh, literally walked into my lunch break to a dealership and was like, hey, the orange FRS that's out there, can I get some more info on it? Like, oh yeah, here's the keys, just give me your license and go have fun. Oh, so it's like, no one needs to come in. Like, no, 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 go just yeah. go drive it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, thought that was like kind of weird, but I was about it, you know? And then even we went and did the BMW, my mom was actually with me, but they were just like, oh yeah, here's the keys, go drive it, just return or whatever, let me know if you have any questions. And my mom was like, they just let you take vehicles now? And I was like, I guess. I've never had any yeah. different experience. But, I, yeah, I've had... But uh, but I have heard stories like, you know, like I think Dakota, for instance, ran into issues where he was looking for a Supra. Yeah. And uh, he'd walk into dealerships or he'd contact dealerships like, hey, I'm coming down tonight. And they're like, oh, okay. He walks in, they're like, oh, yeah, it's right there. Um, I got to go take care of something, though. Uh, just let me know if you have any questions about it. He's like, it. I want to test drive it. He's like, I want to test drive it. And they're like, well, we can't do that. Yeah. He's like, what? <laughs> it's... When I bought my Mustang, the the guy had to come. He's like, I have to go with you. I was younger, like, yeah. I don't know, early 20s, right. 20s, whatever. And um, looking at a Mustang, the V8, getting some big sick 20s on it. And the guy, he's like, yeah, I got to come with you for the test drive. He's like, that's fine. And it was kind of weird at first. And then the guy was, he's like, dude, you should get on it. Yeah, and I was like, and it's usually how it okay. goes, like, right? Like, yeah. We're, we're good now. Yeah, it's it, if someone says, like, they, they need to come with you, it's like, that's I wouldn't say it's a red flag. If they yeah. let you test her and be like, "Hey, can I just ride with you though?" Like, just be like, understand that. Yeah, you know, it's like they probably put a lot of time into that car. They've owned it for a while. They care about that car. They yep. just don't want some random person to come and mess it up. So, I I think the the next one we have in here is contact immediately. We kind of talked about it, but yeah, just if you are interested in buying a car, the other thing is like be careful about how many ads you're responding to. Right. Because you like focus on a couple and give them the attention you can. Yes. Because you want to be yeah, able to respond just, quickly. Yeah, don't just spam like I'm interested, I'm interested. Because if, if they all respond back to you, but then you're a pickle. Yeah, you're a big pickle. <laughs> then yeah. you're pissing a lot of people off. It's yeah. like, well, why did you message me if you're going to see five other cars? Especially if you do a couple of them and you might not be the first guy someone's like, hey, someone is interested, so many deals fall through. Yeah. Where if you are reliable and you talk to people yep. um, like a human, I, I was selling my uh, old F 150 once and this kid, he was the, the nicest person like through messages. He came up to the truck. He was kind of interested. The price was a little high. He said for him, I had a brake line and I'm blowing out. And I was like, man, I don't want to fix this. And I was like, he was super nice and like responsive. Yeah. I texted him. I was like, yo, dude, I'll give you a hell of a deal on this because the brake line went out. What are you like? Yeah. Are you cool with it? And he's like, yeah, man, I appreciate it. And he came about the truck. And yeah. it's like, it just be be courteous yeah. and be respectful. Absolutely. And that does go a long way. I know that like I, I went down in my asking price a couple thousand dollars on the FRS because the guy was so nice. Yeah. He was like, he's like, hey, I just want to come check it out. Like This is us being Midwest nice. Yeah, so. it really is. And uh and it was to the point where I was like, I'm just ready to store the car for the winter. I'll try again in the spring yeah. to sell it. And he was like, Hey, I'm really, really interested in it. Can I please come check it out? And he's like, I, I know you probably have it put away. I'm like, no, oh, it's fine. Like we had it hadn't really snowed yet or anything. I'm like, yeah, come check it out. Um and I can tell how much he just truly enjoyed the yeah. car and i'm like you appreciate I'm, that i'm done with it i know it's gonna go to a good home yeah i i said like here's what i'm asking for which is already a little lower than what i originally listed for it he's like he came back just a little bit lower and he's like would you do this i was like yeah i'll do it yeah because like because of the pre-existing conversation was so like professional That's, you know we don't have that on here but when it comes to talking about price so before it gets to our last yeah. one when it, it when it comes about talking about price Go in, like, have your budget set, like, know, know what a car is worth. Yes. Like, don't go in and just be like, oh, it's a BMW, it's got to be expensive, because mm -hmm. not, not, not really. It's not the case, no. But, you know, 
be confident in what you're, hey, there's Mandy, she's <laughs> leaving. She's in one of our videos before. Um, you know, be, be courteous. So if someone has a car listed for 10K, don't be don't like some people like here and offer five. <laughs> um, not going to name names. But anyways, the, like. Josh. No, Josh. Oh, okay. okay. Thank God. I, I was like. <laughs> no. Uh, you know who you are. Uh, but, you know, be reasonable, but also understand, like, if someone has something overpriced, sometimes it might be because there's sentimental attachment yeah, to the car. <sighs> don't, if you're going to sell a car, don't do that. Like, that, it's <laughs> it's really tough to argue with, oh, it's my dad's car. Yeah. And it's like, I'm sorry I'm not paying for your dad's memories. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, you know, this is, you know, a 68 Mustang that I just, this is what it's worth yeah. just because your dad had it yeah. unless... You know, your dad's like that Carol point, Shelby. That, yeah, at that point, just hang on to it, you know? Yeah, but the the thing is, like, be respectful because that first offer, I've, I've had, I, oh, I told you this story about right. the guy who offered me too little, and I was going to say it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was selling my Mustang, and this guy, he was messaging me relentlessly. He was interested in the car. He was asking a ton of questions. He was good questions. I was like, all right, he's an informed buyer. So I was like, yeah, this is, this is great. And, uh, I, he goes, well, what are you looking to get for? And I was like, here's you know the asking price. Shoot me an offer because I'm open to wheeling yeah. dealing. And I think I was offering like asking like ten five for it, which was a pretty good deal for what it was. And he came back and I think he was offering like five or six. Like it was like nowhere close. <laughs> Crazy love. And I, I was I would have taken ten, and that was I think a, a really good deal. I was just trying to get rid of the car. Yeah. And he ended up coming back coming up because he's like, hey, I said nope, it's not gonna work. I like, gotta come up. He's like, I don't have the cash right now, and I was like, that's that's fine. Like, I come up with it, and he's like, all right. Final offer is like sixty five hundred or seven grand. Like, it was still like thirty some percent off, yeah. and I, I he was like, man, I don't have the money right now. I love the car, and I was like, hey man, if you save up, maybe it'll still be for sale, but I don't have it. <laughs> and he started getting like snippy. He's like, yeah, but I told you I don't have the money. This is the best I can do. Would you take it? I was like, no. And I was like, no. And he's like, yeah, man, but like I love the car, so I was like. Or he's like, he's like, I love, I really want a V8 Mustang. So I went on Auto Trader and I typed in V8 Mustang in his price range and I sent him a link and said, here are cars you can afford. I was like, oh, that was, was like, like the most like toxic thing I'm I did. But done. Yeah, like, I was just like, leave dude. me alone. I was like, look at, look at these. But yeah, and know how to negotiate too. Like, yeah, like you can't go in and expect to get like a $5,000 deal. Yeah, don't like, watch just... Pawn Stars and be like, all right, we'll split the difference. I'm yeah. offering five, you're asking 10, we'll meet in the middle. Like, yeah, that's exactly. not how it works. And I think which leads us to like the last this point. This is a doozy It's one, a kind right? of a big one, yeah. Modifications. Because I love modified cars. Yeah, we all do. And it's like, but they can be a true tell of how that car was taken care of, who yeah. the owner was, and how long it's going to so last. So I would say, if you're looking at a car and has Anovia wheels on it, the owner is probably amazing. <laughs> the car's probably well taken care of. Clearly good taste. Yeah, great So taste. I would just buy it. I'd have offer him double. Make sure the wheels are on the right way, though. Yeah, yeah. If they're on the wrong way, run. No, yeah, no good. <laughs> so, yeah, with that said, though, like, there are some modifications that I kind of look out for. So, um, wheels is probably one of the big ones where if they are really questionable wheels, yeah. like maybe they're very cheap wheels or something like that, it's usually a pretty good telltale sign of the rest of the car unless they're just throwing some burners on right. to, to sell it. But if there's some very nice, like, wheels with good fitment, usually in the ad, I'm like, okay, take a look. Body kit is another one. If it's yes. got a kit on it and it's like a legit kit, usually it's like, all right, they kind of know what they're doing. Um, the biggest red flag for me though is, or there's two things, okay. engine swaps yep. or aspiration. 
So yeah, if yeah. if it was an NA car and now all of a sudden it's got turbo, yeah. it's like, oh boy, yeah. like this is this is a, a big deal. Mm-hmm. And the engine swaps, look at you, Subarus. How many ads have you seen for Subarus or or I should say like STIs or Evos where it's like only the third engine? <laughs> like or I mean they throw out their rotaries too. I mean, how many RX7s oh, yeah. I've looked at, it's like yeah, fresh rebuild, making about 700 horsepower, uh, upgraded seals. We got, you know, big single turbo on it. Uh, only about 300 miles on it. Like, yeah. why are you ditching it at 300 miles after a fresh rebuild after you stuck all that and, money into it? And I think, too, it's like, you know, if someone puts cheap parts on it, but they, like, oh, a shop did it and they have receipts from the shop. Yeah. That's fine, but the shop still put cheap parts yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. So it's... It, it can be a really hit or miss thing, and it's really, really important. It, you kind of... Oh, man, I'm actually... I'm terrible at this. I bought two cars at the engine swaps. Yeah, what the hell? Okay, so make sure it's done right. It's the the first one. Only one of those is blown up, by the way. Um, <laughs> but, it's not as bad track record. Oh my god! I, you got to know what you want though, because sometimes you might be looking like I don't know. Say you want an S chassis with an SR in it. Yeah. Josh can't. You can't say anything either. That's what you did. But uh, he doesn't have a microphone, so he can't defend himself. <laughs> but. You uh, you gotta know what you're looking for because sometimes you do want something that is heavily modified, mm-hmm. or there's nothing other that's stock. Because like, like we keep talking about two forties because they're like the internet meme right now. But if you're looking for a stock two forty, it's gonna cost like thirty grand. Like yeah. it's gonna be insane. But um, you know what you want. Sometimes stuff is tastefully modified, yeah. or there's old parts you can't buy anymore, yeah. and it's a you know a cool kit or something that you can't get. So yeah, I think the the biggest things there is. Look at what parts are on it. Look at the yep. quality of it. Look at the quality of the installation. Did they do That's it themselves? Did they have someone do it? Depending on, like, did they do the engine swap themselves? Or did they have a shop do the engine swap? Who yeah. is the shop? Are and they if they have paperwork, paperwork yeah. is king. Paperwork is king, and too. Photos, like, keep like, your receipts. Keep your photos. Um, you know, have, like, some sort of, you know, timeline of everything yeah. that happened. Because um, the, the more of the story you can tell with the car, the more comfortable that is. Ask questions. Yeah. Ask the hard questions. Because you could ask someone, like, oh, when was this done? And they'd be like, I don't know. And, like... You can start getting red flags easily. Mm-hmm. The one thing I love though is when someone has like a Fox body Mustang and <laughs> it's like somewhat modified and they're like, car is fast. And in the description, they have time slips from the drag strip. And it's like an 11 second time slip. And you're like, this car parties. Like, <laughs> this is legit. Like, that, that, that's always my favorite is when someone's like, yeah, it's pretty fast. And you see it like a picture of a time slip with like yeah. a greasy hand holding yeah. it. Like, Oh, yeah. this thing gets down. Yeah, there. This thing has been around and seen some things. Yeah, and that's the other thing too. Is like if it's modified, you can usually like, depending on how it's modified, someone may have driven it harder, or you know, it might have been yeah. abused. Like I don't know if the IS three hundred transmissions aren't the. If you can find a manual transmission one, they're usually not the strongest thing. So it's you know yeah. that that history is important. Yeah, I think it comes down to you use your best judgment. Yeah, like if something seems fishy. It are there are there any mods gels that you would totally run away from? Totally run away from? Yeah, like if it the car looks great and you see a mod listed, what would you what would you run away from? Usually, um, if it's supposed to have, is if it's like a Japanese car and it's LS swapped, immediately out, immediately ditch it. I'm I'm not with that. Yeah. Um, because it's usually just some truck motor pulled out of a scrapyard and half, you know, installed with not done right with you know just parts that work. Yeah. Right. Um. Otherwise, I would say, oh God, what is what is one that it's like absolutely a no go? Um, good question. I usually, if it was a, an NA motor and it's boosted in some way yeah. or supercharged, I'm yeah. just like, 
Nope. Yeah, unless unless it was like some sort of like well known kit. So it's like for like beer. Yeah, if it's like, like a, like a, if it was like a yeah, if it was like a JDL two like turbo kit or something like that, like something like really yep. like well known. Okay, maybe I'll go take a look at it. We'll yep. see, you know, what what it's going on there. But yeah, I I'd say probably the same. Any like engine swap that's not supposed to be in there, not yeah. common, just out. Um, yep. Yeah, and then if the aspiration if it was switched over, um, and seems pretty sketchy like oh yeah running 20 pounds on stock internals yeah, it's like well, no bragging about that it's like nah or like the other thing too i'll run away from is if it's like some like it's boosted but like things things seem right and they're like yeah stock ecu i'm like mm, yeah i don't yeah. know or tuned by a buddy of mine yeah yeah I don't, I don't know all right well i think i think we got pretty good list. What so we let's got there so let's just recap so yeah. Basically, right now it's a seller's market, yep. so it's crazy. Know what you're looking at. Have a budget. Get your financials yep. in order ahead of time. Figure out what you can afford, cash, loan. Get yep. that figured out. Do your research. If you know, find out if that sort of car or model has specific problems or an Achilles heel. Yeah. Don't buy the first one yep. unless you're Sam or Gels, apparently. <laughs> We've done that. Um, contact someone immediately. So get a hold of them. Be a person. Like Have a good dialogue with them. And mods, be careful. Just watch yeah. out. All right. Well, I think that's. I think it's a good list. I think you know, coming from like I said, having to go through this recently, it's it's kind of frustrating. It's kind of a nightmare right now. But you can get you can get through it, and you can find some pretty good cars. What's out there. what's one piece of advice you want to give to the people? Do you have just, one piece? Of just advice? don't give up. Like it. Be persistent with it. It's yep. gonna take some time. Like I think. To be able to find like the BMW that I found, like I knew I was I'm very picky when yeah. it comes to cars now just because of obviously that. my yep. past. <laughs> so, you know, I they are out there. They you can find them. Um, just hold out for them and just you have to be persistent. Yeah. Check daily, yep. check a couple times a day if you need. If you're really, really, you know, adamant about buying something, you just have to, like anything, put in the work to do yeah. it. So I, I'd say for me is don't always listen to like your friends and the internet. Right, yeah. Where it's like, you know, if, if your friend's like, well, that's way too much for that or I can't believe you pay that. But like if it's what you really want, yeah. sometimes like you're going to pay more. I know we've talked about how to like not really how to get a good deal, but like how to not, you know, get in trouble. But know that sometimes if you really want something, you're going to have to pay for it. Yeah. And that's – and buy the car you want. Don't buy the car that right. your friends say is cool or is – the most reliable that's practical. A, that's a very good point that I don't think we covered. Because honestly, a, I've bought cars that I love. Like my, I love my 240, but it's got like a couple issues. I don't care. Right. Like it's like whatever. That's what you want. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Buy a car for yourself, not for others. <laughs> I like it. All right. And I think Josh, uh, to wrap this up here, you wanted to. Oh yeah. You had a, you you had had a question you wanted to ask. Like a us. would you rather kind of question or something to close us out on a high note? Or a low note. I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what kind of question we'll get. Would you rather fight a hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? <laughs> All right. Um, hmm. Are we unarmed? Yes. Uh, what you got right now? Um, well, I have Sam and a water bottle um, and a camera. I'd probably go with a hundred duck-sized horses or what it was. Yeah. I mean, like, seriously, like, <laughs> that's not a very, that. that's like, like, okay, I have a miniature wiener dog. Like, that's kind of like the Come size Stanley's. of Stanley. And like, a <clears throat> hundred of those horses, like, you could squash them. <laughs> or like, kick them. Like, they're all at ankle level. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. There's no vitals yeah. around there. I mean, horses are pretty big. <clears throat> that's a big duck. 
And I'm just saying, like, the size of the bill on that sucker. That's going to yeah, be Yeah, or it's wings. It's like, like, swallow me whole. It's just heavy. Like, <laughs> it could crush you. Like, 100... Like, yeah, you'd be fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the 100... Uh, what is it? Duck-sized horses. I'll take that. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Okay. Oh, my goodness. We did it! We did it. So, thank you guys so much for watching... Oh, gosh. Listening? Watching? For watching, li watching yeah, or so listening? Yeah, so if you're watching this on YouTube, thank you guys so much for watching. If you listen to this, wherever you listen to podcasts, thank you so much for listening. We're looking forward to doing this. Um, got another episode coming out uh, probably really soon here. Yeah. Or we'll if they might out. already be out. We have a lot to talk about. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then covers, you know, check out Nobia Wheels, nobiawheels.com. There's a bunch of cool stuff over there. Follow our YouTube uh, and all of our socials and stuff like that. And of course, just let us know if there's any topics you'd like us to cover next. Yeah. Or if you guys have any ideas for you know future episodes or anything like that. But I'm Jels. I'm Sam. Thank you guys for listening.